It's 2023, and there are over 100 episodes of conflicting information. As this guy learns and takes new directions and shares his own opinions, like it or not. Welcome to the VO Life, a podcast for those who are trying to figure out how to build a career in VO from a guy who just seems to always learn the hard way. Now here's your host, Troy Holden. Yes, ho, ho, ho. Merry, merry, merry Christmas. Uh, Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. Happy everything. 2023 is winding down. We're in the last uh, work week before Christmas. And uh, I think a lot of people have already pretty much shut down. They're done. They've seen enough, had enough. They're ready to move on. And, uh, hey, it's me, Troy, here for the the VO Life, giving you the year-end wrap-up from the booth, just talking quickly about how the year went, what what went great, what didn't, the scary moments, and um, some of that stuff. So... Let's go back and look at the first uh, four months of the year. Um, I'm going to look at it in four-month increments versus three because that's how I have things on my spreadsheet. And um, I was uh, quite a bit ahead um, going uh, coming out of April. I, I had a, a pretty pretty good clip going the first part of the year. It was uh, you know really good increases over last year. Then we moved into May, and May was a, a pretty pretty good month. Um, things were a little slower in June and July. Um, it, not terrible, but slower um, as far as income. And then August made a really nice comeback. Um, I, I somehow caught fire on, uh, I think it was Voices.com, and I, I, I booked – about three really good jobs there in August that really, really helped. But then when we turned that corner and into the last uh, four months of the year, I saw the entries I was putting in. It was kind of looked like stair steps, but going the wrong way, less, 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 you know, not as much work. But as I scrolled down and looked at what I, I made, it really wasn't that far off from what I was doing in some of the other months, I was just working less and getting paid more, which isn't that the goal that we try to do that. But I tell you another thing that was really odd um, that during some of that time, um, and I track by percentage, and that's usually what I post a lot in the group. And I'm going to go, you know, January up till November because I don't really have December closed yet. But direct business, okay? So January, 32%. February, 68%. March, 80%. April, 50%. Good numbers. The first one was the lowest, uh, January. And then when we go into May, June, July, and August, I had 73%, 62%, 55%, 50%. Then when we get into these last few months, I had 53%, 60%. But here's the weird one. November, 18%. Where did all your money, where, where did your income, how, what changed? You know, I, 
it's just that the normal folks and people that I had picked up, they they weren't doing as much in November, and it was starting to slow down for the holidays. So the oddity of that was <laughs> the one that you shove under the rug and don't expect to get much out of, Fiverr, was 27% uh, during that time. But keep in mind, I had launched a Christmas gig on there. I've done that every year, and it's usually not crazy great, but it did pretty well. And um, anyway, yeah, the oddity. And I don't know what that'll be for this month, but it's it's probably going to be close to to um, well, no, it won't because <laughs> because the one job I did a job in November that I just put the entry in today for the and as you guys know and a lot of us do this, we go by accounts receivable. I don't go by when I book it; I go by when I get paid. And I had a job that paid. Um, that I did in December that paid really, really well. And uh, it's going to make my December, if 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 I have the week I think I'm going to have this week, it's, it's going to put me in five figures for December. That will be my first ever five-figure month. I've gotten close um, a couple of times. I say close. I mean, I've, I've had, you know, seven, 7,000, uh, one month, I think, 6,700, one month, 6,300. But I had not had a five-figure month ever. Uh, so that's a big deal. Now, currently looking at the entire year, um, I had set a financial goal. I'm going to be a little short of it, but my increase uh, is not bad. I've got, um, uh, what is that, Twenty about a 22% increase over last year. And I'm not complaining. Um, that's that's pretty good. I did add uh, my my goal was to add two agencies. I added one uh, as far as fully signing on with them, but I'm getting auditions from another one that I'm not on their roster, but I did get a, win a job with them this year. So they send me some auditions uh, from time to time. So I guess I'm kind of one of those guys that's in their pocket when they have something that makes sense for me and they send it to me. Um, but when I sat down last year and broke it out and said, I, I would like to end the year, you know, with X number of agents, my direct would be this, my Upwork would be this, online casting this. And uh, the funny part of it is um, the agency thing is right where everybody says it should be. Now, unless I get a residual in in the mail this next week, which I, I don't really look to. I know I've got one out there hanging, but I don't think I'll see it until January. Um, agency's going to be around a little under 3%. Um, online casting, I'd hope would be closer to 20%. It's probably going to be around 15. Um, Upwork that I thought might stay at 20 is down to three and Fiverr is at 13 and a half percent, but direct 56%. And that's, you know, that's good. And that is a a pretty decent uh, variation of streams. Some would say, well, you really ought to get rid of that fiber. Look, and I get that. I, I, I get that a lot of people don't understand the inner workings of it and that everyone assumes it is cheap work, but I don't do cheap work there. 
I don't. Uh, I have gigs up to do <clears throat> commercial, regular VO. By the time you put in the word counts and you pick the usage, you're going to pay me the same thing I'll get paid on Voices.com or Voice123 um, because they have to pick where it's being used, for how long it's being used. And I have mine set up that way. A lot of people don't. They just let people click the, the Fiverr broadcast rights for $100. And that could be – that's broadcast rights for one year for $100 or whatever – you know, price you put on it, but it it doesn't specify the usage enough. So I break that down in in my gigs to where it's specific to local, regional, uh, national. Uh, you're going to be tagging a bunch of money on there when you do that. And you're not going to pull the wool over my eyes because your copy is going to give you away as to what it is. And then it's just, you know, but I don't deal with clients that much on there that, that don't want to pay it or don't expect to pay it. So I look at it as a as an extra, and I'm glad it's been around the last few months because I needed it. Now, in 2021, I did as much on Fiverr as I did this year. It's about the same. But 2022, um, I was about 30% higher than what I am now. But the deal is, I, that was my first full-time year. I was hustling it pretty hard. I had um, some clients on there that were regular orders, and those are the ones I dropped. And if you remember that earlier this year, I actually pass that work on to another person that's in our group because they needed the work and it, it was it's a good thing to springboard off of so they were able to do that and i had converted it over to direct and um you know it wasn't coming through fiverr the last or, or upwork or wherever it was it wasn't coming through there and uh, same thing with upwork i did sixteen thousand dollars on upwork in 2022 i'm gonna do under 2000 this year. So the thing is, things have changed. My my online uh, bookings are up from where they were quite a bit on, on Voice 123 has really helped. Um, I see about a 10% increase in that this year, which is great. Um, still frustrating and aggravating at times, but it's just part of the grind when you're trying to build uh, build your business. And, and I'm still building. Uh, this is two years full time. I feel like there's another couple of years to where I have these streams established and it's working better and I'm continuing to market and, and you know, drive people to my site. Uh, I've even set up things on my website where you can just go on there and order. Uh, you can go on there and buy a, a 30 second uh, local. And it's got everything in there, and you click the button and pay for it, and and then I I, I send it. It's kind of like my own little my own little um, platform in there, and and I did that because I had a client that w always wanted to pay in advance, and I know that's odd. We don't hardly ever have that, but they had done business on Fiverr with people before, and they liked the model. And a lot of people do like that model. So once I got established with them, they said, you know, could we just, could you do something in your site where we just click and pay? And uh, sure, sure. And that's what I did. And they do that now. Oh, and sometimes they forget and they send, just send me an email. Could, could you bill us for a spot? We're ready to do a spot, you know, and and I'll, I'll do that. But whatever they want. The bottom line is, yes, 
there was increase. I'm very happy there was increase. I heard a lot of people have seen a lot of people saying they were fairly flat this year. I had a, I've seen a few say they made a little less, but I am blessed that I had an increase. Uh, like I said, about a 21, 22% increase over last year. Did not hit the goal I hope to hit. As I look at my mission statement on the wall, I have relentlessly marketed. I have continued my training. Um, I have increased the size of my team of agents and contacts and people that can help me grow. But when I look at my physical health, (laughs) I totally failed. And that is going to have to move to the top of this list. And I am going to have to make that a priority this year because... I turned 60 in October. I know if I don't move and I'm not active, I can go downhill quickly. I have had uh, issues with obesity my whole life. I had gastric bypass. It it is a tool. It is not a fix-all. It doesn't solve your problem for life because, as I know, in the last two years, by being at home and sitting at home and doing what I do and worrying probably way more about it than I did anything else I've ever done, I have a tendency to, <laughs> I guess, not move and, 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 and eat what I, th- I thought I was doing better on what I was eating, but apparently not. But I've gained 20 pounds in two years. Uh, and some would say, well, it's 20 months, that's a pound a month, you know, and right, slowly over time, it's it, it's not as evident. But when you go to the doctor for your annual and they're like, you're up 20 pounds, you know, uh, and, and here I was actually going to a uh, doing some follow up with the uh, gastric bypass stuff through a clinic in Nashville. And, and uh, you know, they basically, I'll just be honest, they didn't help me at all. They basically just said, put this app on your phone, start tracking what you're eating. And that was it, you know, and and, uh, they did all my blood work, which was great. It told me a lot of things and they changed some some supplements. But outside of that, not much help. And I think when it comes down to all this kind of stuff, it's a lot like VO. You need accountability. You need people you can talk to that are going through the same thing you're going through. And I really don't have that um, with with someone that, you know, has gone through this and Keeping in mind, too, I had gastric bypass surgery in like 2006, maybe. I think it was 2006. That's got to be about right because I think Josh was about two years old and um, and he's 20. So it's been, yeah, 18 years. So that's about right. And, and I lost a lot of weight. I lost it fairly quickly. I mean, within – I had, had the surgery in November and by April – I mean, I was pretty much at my goal weight. I was down to about 195 pounds, and um, I came down from uh, over 300. Um, I think I was 330 when I first uh, started because back then you had to go on some some diets. You had to show ability to lose the weight and and to follow some stuff. You had to get a lot of pre-cert back then, and um and it was a, that surgery was still fairly new. It had been around a little while, but I don't think they knew about complications, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, 
I actually interviewed a, a gastric surgeon this past week on uh, another podcast that I do locally for the Chamber of Commerce, and it enlightened me quite a bit. And I'm actually, I, th- I think it's going to be one of the first steps is, and he said, please do come, come consult with us. There may be other things you got going on. And uh, so I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to do that, go see him, and then uh, through their offices, maybe make some connections with people here locally that we can meet up on Zoom once a week or something and talk about our struggles, how it's going with our weight or whatever. And I think that'll help. It has helped in voiceover. It has. Uh, and that's been one of the big changes this year for me is I had – a lot of uh, uh, people that I talk to a lot and people in the group and uh, uh, Louise Porter and, and Brad Grahowski uh, and congrats, Brad, who who is now doing VO pretty much full time. Um, they were soundboards for a lot of things for me. And, and I still try to be for them when I can. But they, you know, all of us have kind of went in our professional direction that we're in and and it landed to where I ended up um, through a mock audition is kind of how it started. And, and I'd known uh, uh, Alden for a while and then got to know Jake. And then I said, hey, well, why don't we start meeting and talking about things? And we and we do. And then we have also added uh, Charles Coates into that. Um, Charles is striping us <laughs> pretty good right now. He's really doing great. He's doing all the right things, making the right connections. He's marketing uh, himself. It's not that he's sitting and sending emails, but he's gone to almost every conference this year. He's he's made himself known, and that's a big deal because you're getting in front of a lot of casting directors. You're getting in front of agents. You're getting in front of people that can give you work or put you on a roster, and he's done a fantastic job of that, and that will be another part, hopefully, of what I can do this year. I don't think I'll get to go to all those conferences, but I'm going to make better efforts when I am there. So from that point of view, yeah, I, I, I did I did do a lot of the things that I intended to do. Um, looking back, you know, going to VO Atlanta, making more connections, getting uh, the two pro demos done, um, uh, continuing to coach and train, um, putting on the automotive workshops that we did this year. Jenna Birmingham, thank you. That was a good inspiration for me. Uh, and hoping that, it, you know, and, and she has said that it helped her. It got her uh, confidence in doing those types of things, a- as she should have. She's very good at it. Um, the bottom line is, there, you know, I was still able to help people and, and um, do some things to, you know, to help people along. And the, the gist of all of that is to try to help them save some money and not waste a ton of time to figure out if this is for them. If they come to some of the workshops that we do, we're not doing that, uh, whether it's just me sometimes, Jake joins me sometimes, not doing that to set up a premise to say, well, I'm going to start coaching. That's not for me. A, it's just not, I'm not ready for that part of it. I haven't developed fully my own methods from all the coaches that I work with. And that's what happens. You develop a method and then you can teach that method. I'm not there yet. I'm still taking bits and pieces of four or five coaches that I've worked with over the last three years 
and still building a routine and all. And there are certain things from certain coaches that work excellent for me. There were some things on some that I worked with that either it just didn't sit, I didn't get it, or or the way they presented it, it didn't click. And then I may have worked with someone else and it did click. Um, but that is the gist of why we do these workshops is to give those people the opportunity to come and read in front of people and get a little feedback. Whether it's great feedback or not, it gets them over the fear of some of that, and then it will help them go to a coach when they're ready. And there are some, after they come to a couple of those, we tell them, you really need to be seeking out a coach. You know, you've got some really good natural ability. You take direction, you know, because we'll do things like, well, read it like this. You know, read it from this point of view instead of, you know, you're just the neighbor across the street. Uh, give me, you know, you're a doctor and it's been a long day. And, you know, you got to talk to this family about this very bad thing, you know, and, and just trying to teach them how to get into or, you know, get into the copy, not just just sit in there and stiffly read it. And when you see that people can do that and they, they catch on and they get it, then you say, hey, you need to go get a coach. You don't need to come to these little workshops. These are for beginners and you're, mo- you know, you're kind of moving on. And we do have people that have been in VO four, five, six years come every now and then because they just have fun. They enjoy coming in and reading and having fun and and getting uh, getting some different feedback, I guess. But you know, I just I just don't want anybody to think that you're going to all of a sudden see a website from me on coaching. You're not. You're just not. But I do want to continue doing the workshops because I think it helps people a financially they're not having to go to $200 or $75 workshops to see if they are any good at this and then they may not get that kind of feedback they may just get some direction and try it like this try it like this okay great thanks and they go to the next person um yeah i don't know why i'm trying to explain myself because i do feel like there's something to offer with those workshops i just don't want people um reading it the wrong way you know, and, and that came up a couple of times this year. And and the thing is, we're sending those people to coaches, you know, and we tell them, you vet the coach and let the coach vet you. It should go both ways. It shouldn't be just you vetting them. They got to vet you. Are you ready? Do they really feel like it's it's okay for you to be spending money on coaching? And they shouldn't take you in if you're not ready. They should give you advice to do something else. Maybe go do this first, go do that first, do this. The big thing I always tell everybody is just record stuff. Get get a, uh, get a magazine out and read and train your eyes, train your brain, train your mouth. Get them working together better. It takes time. And believe me, 4,000 YouTube videos taught me a lot they did and i don't encourage anybody to have to go through all that but you can read newspaper whatever pull stuff up online and read 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 spend an hour a day and the smoother you get at that then you can start working on your acting chops and it all goes together i mean yeah i'd love for you to be able to do it all and and you got thirty thousand dollars and you can do this 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 and get this coaching and get that set up and do all that that'd be great but it doesn't really work that way it just not for most people so that's why i offer those things all of that to say that yeah 
boy, you're a time waster. Hey, um, so I think I covered everything about the year. I mean, uh, looking back at some of the other things, I did move out into a bigger space in, in the same area of my house. Um, so glad I did that. I was able to upgrade things. You know, I got a, a better desk, a bigger monitor. You know, it was a good enough year that I could invest in some of those things and invest in coaching. Next year, one of the big things will be stop being afraid to invest in this business. Set a target every month. This is what I need, you know, for uh, for the living expenses that I'm going to say at the end of the month, here, honey, here's a check for this. And then what's left of that, I want to look at maybe 50% of that, and I know that's a big number, is going to be reinvested in the business in one way or the other. Whether that's conference money, whether that's uh, coaching, or what it's going to be, I've got to invest. And then the other, I just want to save it. I just want to put it back because I've, the lesson learned this year coming into the last two months of the year was it did not replicate last year. December last year was one of my best months last year, uh, close to close to my best month. Um, it also hinged on the fact that there was a client that I had in November and December that I did not have this year. As we're told all the time, they move on sometimes. They were uh, very uh, a very good client, and, and it was um, commercial spots. It paid well. They ran for a short time. I actually always thought, and and I never argued price because it was a production company who hired me for those spots. They told me what it, what they would pay, and I agreed to do them. And I thought, man, that's a lot for a, for running a local a thirty or a local fifteen. It just seemed like a lot, and I don't know what they were charging their client. But I did go back to them here at the end of the year and said, hey, I'm, I'm revamping some things. I want, you know, I've got a rate sheet. I don't normally share it a lot, but I want, I want to highlight a couple things on here for you because if you have some, and, and they're only in food service. Um, and I said, if you have other clients that may be interested in my voice, I know we haven't done anything with this other client, but here's where the rates would sit if you could use me. And I thought maybe, you know, when I sent that maybe, that could rekindle um, the possibility of working with them. But I don't know. We'll see. It's been a good year. Um, There's been some trials, tribulations. There's been some uh, months that I was worried, uh, and there have been some months that I'm like, holy cow, I can't believe that, you know. And uh, I think these next two years will be very pivotal for me, as I continue to work with Tom and work on some uh, dialect things and accent uh, things where I can try to do a better Gen Am character that is not really me and keep it authentic. Um, and I said when I started that journey, it'll take a year or longer. And um, I, I do believe maybe by summer I can hopefully have that working better, I hope. But we'll see. And uh, I did book something that was said strictly Gen Am, and I made sure, and I'm sure you've heard me on this podcast say several times today, get, get. We say get. And and I actually caught Jake saying it the other day, so I'm not the only one. And uh, But I know it's get. 
It needs to be get. That is, you know, and these little things that you work on all the time, get, set, um, uh, the words with the iron in them, line, you know, uh, pen. I need a pen and paper. We like to say pen. I need a pen and paper. I need a pen and paper. And I'm trying to shorten the shorten this, shorten that. But it takes time. And to be able to do it on the fly and maintain your authenticity, it's different because it's not something I've ever had to do. But we're making progress. All right, progress. All right, here we go. 2024, let's get our goals together. Let's get everything set. Let's know what we need to do every month. Let's know what we're going to put back for coaching. I know exactly where I'm going with my coaching. I know who I'm going to next and why. Um, I have two people on my radar for this next year that I hope to work with. I'm going to continue to go to the uh, voice casting workouts. Uh, They are a little pricier than what some I had gone to before. But each time there has there is a uh, either an agent or a casting person or something in there who is doing the workshop, and I've had good results from that. Uh, I've made some good connections because of that, and hope to continue to make those connections. And I I feel like those are beneficial for me because I'm not going just to get the direction and and all that. I'm going for them to hear me and get in front of them. And that's where the focus will change this year. I've got to get in front of more people that can hire me um, or get in front of more people that can help my climb, whether they are agents, managers, whatever, they can help your climb. Um, But getting in front of people that can actually cast you and then when your auditions come across, they go, oh, yeah, that's the guy in the workshop. I remember him. Let's take a, let's take a listen. You know, maybe they pay a little more attention to you. And, and that's all I can do is just try to, try to get more, more of that, uh, more of that exposure. So that's kind of how it's going to be this year. Yes, we will continue this podcast probably on a monthly basis. We're just going to review the months and what's going on. And please join on another VO podcast. We have so much fun there. We have so many good guests coming up, uh, people even popping up here in the next next few days, few weeks. So enjoy that. Uh, enjoy the holidays. Enjoy the downtime. Recharge your VO battery and be ready to go in December uh, or in January in 2024. And remember, we still have a week left. Um, you never know. There may be some last-minute things people are trying to get in. I kind of see it probably really ramping down. I stopped marketing last week. I sent out emails on Monday and Tuesday, but I stopped. I said, I think it's getting to the point people aren't you know, aren't going to look. I will send out another, uh, hey, the studio will be closed, blah, 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 blah. I'll, I'll send one more of those. I've already sent one in early December. Uh, but I'll send one probably on Thursday or Friday. Um, just every touch counts, right? Have a happy, happy new year. Uh, babble, babble. I am so good at babbling, especially when I'm sitting home and there's nothing to do and it's cold outside and horses are fed and, you know, there's nothing else to do. So here we are. Have a good one. I'm Troy Holden at The VO Life. I'll see you next year. This podcast was produced under the authority of the podcast police, who may or may not have investigated the host and guests prior to broadcasting. Any unlawful statements will be investigated further and persecuted to the fullest extent of the podcast law.
will whistle me Dixie.